Hello and welcome everybody to today's News Tonight, episode 143. How we already gotten that high? Jeez. Uh, this is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host for today's episode, Ash Paulson, and I'm feeling particularly powerful today because I'm surrounded by good friends. I've got my co-founder, Derek Bittner, here with me, along with Brandon Voice of God Miracle, and the boundary breaker himself, she says, finally returning to the show. How's it going, man? Thank you so much for being here. It's going great, dude. <clears throat> we got a great character to talk about. We got a lot of great Hell. stuff to talk about. So I'm, yes. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. Well, like I said, when we were th- thinking about guests for today, you were right at the top of my mind because I'm like, well, Smash, this is the last character. You know, I know you are super into Smash just like I am. So I mean, it's perfect. She says, t- tends to destroy me in Smash just like you. So it's fitting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Well, before we get too far into the episode, we do, of course, have a sponsor for today's episode, and that is Frayhem. Thank you so much, Frayhem. And uh, Frayhem would like you to know about Neebs Gaming. Uh, They are a group of humorists and entertainers who play video games like Seven Days to Die, Ark Survival Evolved, and Raft. But sadly, one of their cast members by the name of Thick44 was diagnosed with a tumor in his brain two months ago, and unfortunately it is cancerous, so he's not out of the woods yet, and more treatment is needed uh, to, to be done. So... Uh, Frayhem and we would like you to check out Neebs Gaming on both YouTube and Patreon. Please consider supporting them so Thick44 can get the treatment he needs and be cured. So, uh, Frayhem, thank you so much not only for sponsoring the show, but of you know using your sponsorship to shed light on a really important uh, thing, a really important situation here. You know, all of our best vibes go out to the Neebs Gaming team. We hope Thick44 makes full recovery. And, uh, yeah, just thank you so much, Frayhem, for that. And uh, I am, of course, going to post links. Uh, you can find links in the description already, but I'm going to post links in the chat as well. So one second. Let me do that. Cool. <laughs> Doing that. Okay. And I'm going to pin it. <laughs> and Riveting commentary, there... Ash. <laughs> I know, right? There we so... go. Riveting commentary. Exactly. So, yes, thank you again, Frayhem, for everything. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and all the best to Neebs Gaming. Uh, but with that said, we do have some super chats to, to uh, talk about. So let's do that. If I can just get this pin out of the way. There we go. So uh, <laughs> we've got uh, $5 from Fangs the Wolf saying, shout out to that Disney music employee who's probably trying to hide from both the Nintendo and Disney lawyers at the moment. Right? I mean, and, and who knows? What if, you know, who knows if that leak technically was real only because what if it was just someone shit posting and it actually just did turn out to be Sora anyway who knows but yeah if if that person was actually leaking Sora then yeah they're hiding from the world right now thank you thanks thanks the wolf <laughs> uh, also one dollar from Floxcat thank you so much Floxcat so happy to have you here in our audience and uh, you know just happy to have you hanging out with us thank you absolutely uh, also five dollars from Wapi Mulinga saying the only downside to Sora being in Smash is that Sephiroth is no longer the strongest being also, which Keyblade would you want to have in Kingdom Hearts? Kirby's Hashtag right there. KH fan. I mean, I'm gonna, yeah. I was going to say There's Kirby, too. Sephiroth was never the strongest being. It's it's yeah. always Kirby. It's always. Yeah. There's nothing stronger. Yeah, I mean, Kirby is pretty – I mean, he's like god-tier powerful for sure. But but as we've seen with Kirby Sora, he, he's not he's not uh, worthy of the Keyblade. He, he has a key made out of light, but he can't well, actually I don't, wield the Keyblade. I think it's so. more – I was thinking about this. It's actually more that – Kirby cannot recreate the Keyblade. Um, yeah, he can. No, for he sure. can emulate its powers, but he can't actually recreate the the key itself. What it, well, what is and, it that it turns into when he uh, 
takes on it's it's sort of like like a light it's 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 the yeah it's like yeah. a vaguely key outline beam of light yeah that's really interesting so what mm -hmm. it's like a lore thing that he can't do that i guess i, I mean it must be i, I mean I, everything is canon with when it comes to kingdom hearts and i i've seen i actually even said this myself that mario is a keyblade user uh as other as other people <laughs> pointed out on twitter there was a moment where jack sparrow held the keyblade so i think you can hold it for a short short time sure. same with riku holding it for a short time you can hold the keyblade for a short time but it will always go back to sora uh, uh yeah. leon demonstrates this in the first game this also just may be a, a, I'm a matter of <laughs> disney's lawyers being more powerful than anybody because it may just be that hey you know the kingdom key has the mickey keychain and only sora can, can be seen holding it it may just be that so oh, there would be a nice touch if fire. you could Kirby briefly could see the keyblade in Mario's hand when he's picking it up. It's hard to, to mm -hmm. see. That's what it is, though, until the flame. Yeah, the flames kind of go away. But yeah, it is technically. Yeah. So who knows? It could be a lore thing. It could be a, a lawyer thing. Lawyer <laughs> thing. Moppy Mulinga, to ask to answer your question, I have always been a big fan of the Oathkeeper, and I would have loved to see the Oathkeeper keyblade uh, as one of you know equipped for one of Sora's alts, but, you know, the Kingdom Key is iconic, so it makes sense that that's what he's yeah. got here um, in Smash. I, I, I need to remember what, what it's called. Yes, my favorite Keyblade is actually the Star Seeker. Oh, that one's great. Love that, that great. design. I forget what, what it's called, but the one in three, I think it's the Honey Pot. That's the oh, Winnie the Pooh one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, uh, she says, I can't remember, have you played the kingdom hearts games or i have i've played okay. one and two um and a very short amount of three but um i i wouldn't know how to name them by name but i like the the one from the night before christmas uh area that one was oh, really the cool. uh pumpkin oh, oh god what is pumpkin that? king pumpkin. is that no it's the, no. no that's what that's um, jack himself uh oh, okay. it's not the smashing pumpkin because that would be a copyright <laughs> issue uh <laughs> what is it? is it is it the i can't remember it's something pumpkin. I, I, I am looking pumpkin. it up right now because yeah. okay. it is called decisive the pumpkin pumpkin. Head or the decisive pumpkin. Um, the decisive pumpkin. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Oh. There are two different uh, uh, Halloween Town keyblades, key I guess, between one and two. One and two. But yes, yeah. the decisive Yeah, pumpkin. so yeah. one is actually called Pumpkinhead, the one from Kingdom Hearts 1. And okay. then there's the, the one from King, Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, that has the Christmas theme put into it is called the decisive pumpkin. Okay. Nice. So. Very, very cool. Uh, I assume you mean one. the cage like, one, yeah. So the pumpkin, pumpkin head. head. Okay. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also particularly fond of the uh, diamond dust from Kingdom Hearts three, which is not surprising because it's you know snow and ice and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for that uh, for that donation. Thank you. Uh, next is Screamo Shaman with one dollar ninety nine cents, uh, asking a simple question: Vita game recommendations. Ooh. I mean, you have an original Uncharted. That's not, it's not bad. Yeah. Golden Abyss is an okay game. It's not bad. It's a fine game. Uh, I would recommend any of the Miku games if you're a rhythm uh, a rhythm gaming fan. They're great on handheld. Of course, the Switch is also handheld. But uh, yeah, what back else? in the day, used to be Persona Four Golden, but I mean, yeah, on Steam now that was a big yeah. one. Um, uh, if you haven't played either of the Mega Man games on PSP, they're both available uh, to play on Vita, I believe. They're both great. Powered Up and Maverick Hunter X. That's true. I recommend. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of others. Uh, Claxon saying Tales of Hearts R and Spicy oh, Pandora as well. Tales of Hearts R, yeah. Hmm. Um, next up is, and, and anybody else in the chat, if you want to chime in with any other Vita game recommendations for Screamo Shaman, please go right ahead and thank yeah, you for the donation. 
Uh, next is Jacob Tucker with $5 saying there really should have been six me costumes instead of just three. My boy Ryu Hayabusa <clears throat> was robbed of a cameo. Robbed, I say! You know what? I agree. I was surprised that the weird. last wave of me fighter costumes was so small. Great to get Doom Guy in there. But I agree, Ryu deserved a cameo, even as a Mii Fighter costume. I, I would I have think, loved to see Hayabusa. I think it's worth noting that during the Smash Ultimate summary that Sakurai did at the end of the presentation, like, all the stats said as of September 2021, the only one that didn't was the Mii costume one, and I found that a little odd. So, huh. hmm. who hmm. knows? That's strange. <laughs> I, I will say, right. I do wonder, uh, the reason for that being, the reason that it happened is because... Um, Sora probably took up a lot of the budget. Sakurai <laughs> uh, does like to mention how like, we don't have the Disney biggest money. budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, Which is weird they don't get much of a budget considering how big Smash is. I know. I, it's yeah. weird. I, I can't tell if Sakurai is being cheeky when he says that because you'd think that they would throw as much money as they needed to at that <clears> because it's Smash and it makes them so much money. Mm. So I, I don't know if that's just him being cheeky or not. Um, before we do, have, of course, have some more super chats, but I'm going to spread them out throughout the show so we can get to the news a little faster. So, uh, thank you very much for everyone who's donated. We will get to you. Uh, but for now, I want to get to the news. But before that, really quick, a PSA for everybody. We're not going to be talking about the Twitch hack uh, as a, as its own news story because it's not only not directly related to gaming news, but I don't really feel comfortable talking about what people earn. You know, it's private information. I don't still it doesn't feel like good vibes to talk about that. So we're not talking about it. Yeah. But if you are on Twitch, uh, there has been a huge data breach, if you haven't heard yet. So, you know, uh, change your password, enable two-factor authentication, all that good stuff. We just wanted to make sure you all know so that you protect your accounts. But we're not going to be talking about all the stuff that came out of it because it just doesn't seem right. So, uh, yeah. yeah I, did, I had to take care of that earlier today. So Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Fun. So, I'm glad you uh, got yeah, to just it. Be, <laughs> yeah, same. Well, yeah. I mean, the two-factor was already on. I just had to change oh, my password. Good, good. Right. But yeah, so stay safe out there, everybody. Protect your accounts. Uh, huge data leaks, so just be be safe and uh, all that. But with that said, we've got some news to talk about. The first story, you all know what it is. You know how hype I am. I don't even know what else to say other than my friends are my power. So let's get that story <laughs> up on screen, man. So as we all know by now, <clears throat> yesterday, Sora from Kingdom Hearts was revealed as the last DLC fighter for Smash Brothers Ultimate. For me, the best possible ending. I, I I had my good luck charm here with me the whole time. I didn't truly believe it was going to happen. I mean, I, I kept the faith, but I knew that it was a really small chance. But somehow, the impossible was made possible, and it happened. Sora is here. That when it, Oh, I love that wallet, man. That's so cool. I love it, too. That, <laughs> that image that I used on the thumb. Like I, I was so happy making the thumb today, like the image of Sora and Mario shaking hands. And Sora, I just, I just still can't believe it. It's but you all have already heard from me. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, same. And you all have already heard from me. Some of you are probably too much. I'm so sorry for those of you who were wearing headphones yesterday during a reaction <laughs> stream. I know I popped off <laughs> very loud. So you've heard more than enough from me about this. She says, you haven't gotten to talk about this with us yet. I want to get your raw take, your raw reaction. Sora is here. How do you feel about it, man? I, I think it's great. I think it's a great uh, finish to the you know, all the reveals that we've had up to this point. I've actually predicted it. I have a tweet saying exactly oh. this. I said that for the last DLC fighter for the second pass, it's probably going to be Sora. And I think really? that... Really? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, it was like, there was a lot of uh, counter speculation basically saying like, oh, Disney would never, Disney would never. And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't historically seen any reason why Disney wouldn't. 
you know it it seems that it would be right up their alley to advertise their their own property their own active property with um one of the biggest game franchises on the planet so i was like and then there was also uh very like not a lot of buzz around it but i've heard stories from various people saying like um in private screenings for certain things uh the ceo of disney was asked would you let sora be in smash and Mm. he was reported as saying i'm game and i i had reason to believe it um so i was like yeah i i I have a feeling that it's just going to be a matter of time as to when sakurai is willing to shake hands with you know the american studio and get a translator and it's probably it probably was a huge mess to to actually get sora in the game but like i i knew that it was capable and i felt like yeah that's probably going to be the last one and especially after seeing the characters leading up to the last fighter i was like okay they definitely kind of pushed out all the i I don't want to downplay them too much but they're a little less overwhelming as something like sora for example min min um or pyra and mithra so i was like okay those kind of characters are out of the way now they're clearly waiting to to like save the best for last here so that's why I, I pretty much held faith. I was like, it's probably going to be Sora. And then when the reveal happened, I was like, there he is. You know, it's good <laughs> nice. stuff. I, a great character for Smash. So I was very happy to see him. I have in, to in imagine that uh, no specific party in this entire transaction actively said no. I think that there were just so many parties to go through uh, and so many right. hoops in each party yeah. to go through that it just, right. you know, just It's added. the legalese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like... Uh, for example, guys, I, I remember, it's, well, in the, the direct itself, Sakurai said that, like, Sora was number one and that he couldn't share that information with fans. Now, obviously, if Sora is number one, why wasn't he in Smash Wii U? And I, I personally have the belief that it's like, well, with Bayonetta being so high up on the list, it was probably a much easier grab. It's like, okay, it's a Japanese oh, yeah. studio. We already I think have even close- at the time he said it was like the possible ones i think he, they always clarified that these are the ones that were possible it wasn't and everybody possible just sort of looped it in yeah. like oh like um you know goku was obviously going to be one that everybody puts in but that's not right. possible so right so i think like with with uh sora and you know another thing too is like when um grant kirkhope was brought on to do um you know a track for banjo kazooie uh, Sakurai himself mentioned something along the lines of like, yeah, this is like the first time we've worked with an English speaker composer in the past. There was just issues with uh, worrying about communications with language barriers and everything. Um, but, you know, he's like, I was happy to do the extra effort to make it work this time. And I believe that that extends itself even to DLC characters like Sora. I do think that there had to be discussions to be made with um, Disney of U.S. with English speaking executives. Right. So, I, you know, when you're on a time constraint and you're like, okay, we know what the results are for the Smash ballot, um, and, oh, okay, it's Sora, what do we have to do to make that happen? Um, and then they had to find out that they had to go through Disney. I'm sure that that was just basically like, a, ah, not enough time. Who's the next one, you know? Yeah. Um, well, so, what's interesting and- is that, like, it, it, we all, I think, heard the same rumors that, that Nintendo had approached Disney and were basically turned down. And so part of me wonders I never believed if maybe... That. Well, yeah, and, and so I didn't really know whether to believe it or not, and I didn't want to, certainly. And part of me wonders if those rumors were disseminated on purpose to kind of throw people off the scent. Like, I I, yeah, I can't I help that. but wonder if that's what ended up yeah. being the case, you know? Might be. Yeah. I 
I just remember uh, <clears throat> that was said on a podcast, and I forget what the name of the podcast was. Was it a podcast? Um, okay. Yeah, it was a podcast with um, gaming journalists, and one of them I, kind I of think spoke it was. Little... I think it was Imran Khan. Oh, what? it was Imran. Really? It was, yeah. Who's been on the it, show? It, yeah. And he he spoke a little bit authoritatively about the subject and just kind of you know blurted it out there. Um, and but the rest of the the panel of uh, podcast of on the podcast kind of immediately picked up on like okay he's just kind of saying that um, as a strong opinion and the rest of them were just kind of like oh yeah I could I could see how that might be the mm-hmm. case you know um, yeah so when I watched it I was like okay but then the you know Twitter internet took it. And just took that clip out of context and yeah, right. started saying like, "Oh, there it is. There's the insider info." Um, right. The only yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. So I think that's where that came from. Um, but again, after I saw that, I was like, eh, "I I have a strong faith that we're probably going to see Sora." Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, honestly, I, I I think that all of the discourse that's happened over the last few years regarding Sora only benefited the response to him being, you know, revealed oh, yeah. for Smash yesterday. Because sure. there was, there were all of us, you know, uh, we've been seeing Sora trending on Twitter. People were talking about Sora left and right in the two weeks leading up to this. And we yeah. were so convinced that it was impossible that none of us yeah. wanted to commit to believing it could happen. Yeah. So when it did happen, it hit that much harder. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny because, like, I and I think I kept that sliver of hope alive because, you know, like you, Derek, you know, we, we kind of joked. It was a long running joke about how it's just not going to happen, but I'm, I'm keeping the faith and. You know, I thought I there was, was a slim chance. So I was so convinced it just was not possible. I just couldn't. Yeah. And I, I, couldn't I think I just got caught, I, caught up in the legal. I was like, you know, legally it's just such a nightmare. And But the reason I kept that little sliver of hope alive was because of how much sense it made. I mean, Sora is so perfect for Kingdom Hearts. He's so appropriate for it. He's obviously the most requested character that we now know from the Smash Ballot. And so I was just thinking it just makes so much sense, which is why – if anybody can make it happen, it's Sakurai and his team, and mm. they made it happen. But but I definitely wasn't willing to commit no for being like, yeah, it's definitely going to be Sora because I didn't want to break I didn't want to break my own heart. Yeah, it's right? for our own protection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I guess I guess for me, it's like yourself. you know, I I appreciate the series. I, I again, I played all the way through of King Hearts one and two. So, mm-hmm. um, but like not a super mega ultra fans so i guess sure yeah for me it was like phoenix right was like probably going to be the thing to make me bounce out of my seat um it's so cool i would have been so yeah. happy with him as well ah well there's yeah. always next gen i guess but um but yeah no uh Sora's still a great character i highly approve of him as as like you know i know that uh you guys are definitely more accepting of whatever sakurai picks for the game so long as it's an interesting character uh, for me, right. I always kind of have like this sense of like I want to see some characters with a real legacy behind them, you know. Sure. Especially sure. if they're if they're an option. Um, so, but Sora definitely fits into that category by my book. So I'm very happy yeah. about it. Absolutely. It's been nice seeing the response on Twitter because usually after Smash reveals, you see just so much toxicity about the choices. But yeah, you know, Sarah has such a weight behind him that. You know, like even Yushi says, people who aren't necessarily like the biggest fans are willing and able to appreciate what that means to everybody yeah. else. And yeah. it, it's enough. It's probably some of the most positive discourse around Kingdom Hearts in a while, just because <laughs> yeah. it, it, un, un, it's <laughs> unlike one of the actual games. It's not like you don't have to go into like, ah, oh, the lore is so 
convoluted and you know hard to parse through. This is just like, no, he's a cool mm-hmm. character. He's still worth getting in. Like nobody can uh, really disagree on that. Oh, yeah. make no mistake. This is canon to Kingdom Hearts, and it's going oh, to be. It has, it has to be. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to hear to see how Nomura ex- explains this. But Yozara was like, canon. you know, Sora's off doing some trials. This is it. This is the trial <laughs> yeah, right here. I love it. <laughs> this That's is so a. Perfect. Uh, this is just a uh, one of the locked dream worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and th- this had been pointed out on Twitter, but I think you know I I spent some time last night watching some reaction videos and just really you know soaking it all in. Definitely shed some tears. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my favorite thing about well, other than the fact that he's just here, period, is is the way he was revealed. So many other characters were revealed via big fights. You know, they're they're having a big battle. But Sora is literally revealed, you know, he saves, he's revealed by saving everyone. He saves everyone, so he good. flies yeah. around, twirls mm-hmm. around with his goofy-ass smile, being the <laughs> hero that he is. And he, it is so Sora, it is so him. I and mean, just his presence makes everybody happier, and that's exactly. That's sort of and his I love that thing. <laughs> yeah, everyone's happy to see him there, and I love that wide shot of him floating in midair, you know, about to descend and where everybody's watching him. It's just so, it's so, what a perfect way to end everything off. It really, we, uh, and it's we funny. collectively oh. searched our souls and reawakened the undying light. Uh, and that's how nice. Sora came to be. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I retweeted something yesterday that, that was, uh, talking about how the lyrics to lifelike could be read as, you know, suggestive of Sora. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that was actually the case, but the, yeah, the fact that it so. could be, the fact that the one can be applied to the other, though, is really cool. And uh, it's, it's funny. In hindsight, it almost seems obvious. But at the same time, going into it, we just didn't know. You know, Nintendo had a history of not necessarily ending on a high note. You know, we saw it happen with Byleth. There's right. the legal issues. You know, there were rumors about, like, a Pokemon or something. So in, in hindsight, it seems obvious, especially when so- Sakurai says, like, we knew the, the most requested character was Sora. Well, it's like, of course he did. But at the same time, <laughs> it... it, it whether it could actually happen or not was just the big question. And, you know, hats off to you, she says, for just, you know, like you really, uh, I guess, believe the one, whole time that it was just going to happen. One of the uh, reactions that made me laugh the most was actually Arlo's because it wasn't, it was, it was uh-huh. so different from everybody else's because mm-hmm. it wasn't shock. It wasn't losing their mind. It's just like, I was right. I was right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's just so funny. Complete self-satisfaction. It's like, all right. Did, <laughs> Good did on you, you guys, <laughs> did you guys see the one that, uh, uh, I don't know who it was, and no shame on this person. I think it was a joke. I'm not entirely sure because it was taken out of context. But uh, he saw the the Mickey emblem of the Keyblade, and he's like, and he said something like, "Are they really putting Mickey Mouse in Smash?" And I got a good laugh out of that. I mean, they'll pay for this. That would be really, really funny if it was actually Mickey that got. I'm not gonna lie, that would have been pretty hype. That would have been pretty, uh, I mean, it's not Sora levels of height, but it would have been pretty funny if everybody was expecting Sora and then Mickey floated through the keyhole instead. <laughs> so let, this is a good segue to, to ask you guys, <clears throat> what do you think is the reason why you don't see Mickey or Donald uh, or Goofy in, in uh, cost? Disney lawyers. <laughs> think cost. I think yeah. it's like yeah. those characters appearing is probably cost so much because Disney's famously... Um, uh, tight with their characters. Like there's that old uh, story about them suing a preschool that used, that had drawn Mickey Mouse and friends on them and they, they Disney sued them. So God. they're quite litigious yeah. with their, with their characters and um, having all those other ones that in ways that just probably was not worth it when there is so much 
uh, original Kingdom Hearts content, probably best. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised if there was, like, a recurring cost that would have come from having Donald and Goofy. Like, you don't just pay one licensing fee. You're going to continue to pay that licensing fee. Uh, And that just doesn't work for something like Smash, especially when it's so deeply tied to a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Personally, I think it's just um, there was something that Sakurai said at one point where he said, like, uh, this is a celebration about video games and we don't want to ever incorporate cartoon or manga characters into the Kingdom Hearts, uh, King, King, Kitty, excuse me Kingdom Hearts King, Kitty Kong facts actually mentioned the same thing in the, in the patron chat so you you, oh, really? you might be onto something you could be right yeah. yeah so I was like I was thinking like although there is a center point to the Kingdom Hearts games that involves Mickey and Goofy and stuff like that it could have been like a um, a decision a creative decision on Sakurai's part to basically be like we don't want this to distract from Sora being in the game we don't want the conversation to elevate beyond the fact that we have the Kingdom Hearts main character in the game so right. you know let's leave out the the disney properties i i personally it think be. yeah because i mean like yeah you're right like um disney can be very iron-fisted when it comes to seeing mickey mouse and things that they don't approve of but i i would like to think that if the you know the opportunity was good enough uh disney would probably lend out those characters you know wholesale without having to do like too much as far as um paying extra that's just my theory but i wouldn't know honestly no yeah. you know, that's a really good way to, to think mm-hmm. of it and that could definitely be it um i i will you know i won't lie i i would have really liked to have seen donald and goofy do like trinity limit for his final smash i think that would have been really hype but yeah i do get that that could also take away from just sora's presence in general having disney characters of any kind other than sora himself so you know and, and frankly i'm shocked that the, the keychain wasn't changed i always assumed that if sora got into smash mm-hmm. that's mind-boggling to me key, but that it would be like the smash logo on the keychain which would still they, be pretty they cool didn't change that is amazing that would have been cool but the fact that we got the mickey logo that's what they changed they the heart change symbol that. on the door to kingdom hearts to a smash symbol. yeah <laughs> which is so weird right <laughs> i know like, yeah yeah but um no, really, is just the the way the the reveal was handled was so just unbelievably perfect in my opinion. And and my wife and I rewatched the presentation last night as we do with all the presentations. And you know she's not she's not as in, is into Kingdom Hearts as I am, but she's into the whole reveal hype and everything. And she knows how much I love Sora. And by the end there, you know, uh, and during the full version of his trailer at the end of the presentation, like she was getting emotional too. Like it's the <laughs> it truly is the end of an era. And uh, I what a what an incredibly wonderful, lucky way for us to be able to end it on. And, uh, of course, Sora does come out October 18th, so we have a little, like, a week and a half or so to wait, uh, I guess. Uh, so, you know, can um, build up I love that moment that in the full the trailer 18th. where it's just him versus Sephiroth, like, recreating That's so that good. Yeah. That's so good. And, That's... and, of course, the the final hit is just straight out of a Kingdom Hearts boss fight. <laughs> when you, mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And we got two stages in one. We got Hollow Bastion and Dive to the Heart, which I think is so <sighs> cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's so great. And uh, and then I will say that the music selection, I wish it was bigger uh, just because even without arrangements, I just feel like there were so many amazing <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts battle themes that were left out. And that's definitely a shame. But I, I just have a feeling, again, Disney was probably it's probably just too much money, frankly, to get a bunch of other Kingdom Hearts music, I would think. So either way, yeah, the music we have is great. Yeah, You know, again, I, I, I feel like the gummy ship theme could have been swapped out for something a little bit better. I guess that was yeah. just going for something that sounds, you know, iconic because you hear it so often, but I don't mm-hmm. think 
Yeah, there's definitely yeah. better battle themes than that, though. I there, tie I mean, bad memories so many... to the Gummy Ship theme, personally. Yeah, because <laughs> <same idea. laughs> yeah, Gummy Ship wasn't all that great in the first game, and uh, it just there's so many, you know, God, uh, A Fight to the Death from Kingdom Hearts 2, Vector to the Heavens from 358 over two days. There are so many mm -hmm. epic battle themes it would have been perfect for Smash. So that does feel like a bit of a missed opportunity, but at the same time, we're splitting hairs. The fact that Sora is here is is feels to me still like the impossible dream made reality and i would oh, yeah. never complain especially considering i specifically have been eating so well we started smash 4 with <laughs> mega man we ended ultimate with sora we got banjo kazooie along the way yes. i could never complain and no. uh ever and uh you know that that said of course though my my heart does go out to those of you who didn't get who you wanted and i hope you get them next time in the next smash game who knows what that's going to look like <sighs> It's I gotta wonder who to... you are at this point when, like, you look at the wide variety of what was selected as the characters for this sequel. I, I, the only one, I mean, maybe it's just because this is my personal pick, because uh, you know, barring Sora, because I did not think Sora was going to get in. Mm -hmm. um, with such a so many villains in this one, Eggman was a big one to me. I feel like Eggman's Eggman, yeah, for not sure. being there, even just as one of the bosses, feels like a big omission. Yeah, mm. I mean, even even Wily got in as, as an assist trophy, and while Wily's mm. a pretty iconic villain, he's not as iconic as Eggman, and mm. so that was definitely surprising. Uh, Phoenix Wright is another big one, I know. Master Chief, another big one. So there are definitely still big deal characters, Chrono. but I do think that Chrono, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it sounds as though even people who weren't necessarily hoping for Sora are, are by and large, able and willing to acknowledge that Sora was the number one most hype way they could have ended this. Yeah, and oh, totally. It is as as you guys touched on earlier. It's so nice to see a relative lack of toxicity in. in yeah, the everybody was expecting yeah. half the internet to be upset with this last pick, but yeah, I mean, I definitely I saw just... some people who were upset, but they're the very it's very vocal very... minority. And and the vast majority of people either are really hype or they're like, hey, maybe not my first choice, but it makes sense. I'm really happy for all the Sora fans. I'm honestly not used to this lack of toxicity from <laughs> me <Slash>. neither. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I I, I love to see it, and uh, I, I wish it had been that way all throughout. I remember a year ago when Steve was revealed, people were dunking on Sora fans, saying, oh yeah, you know, fuck you, Sora well, fans. Steve well, that's got when in, you not Sora. Sora got in. <laughs> I know, yeah. For a second, I did because of the way the trailer. Yeah, and uh, you, you know, even when when Sephiroth came out not everybody was toxic about it but a lot of people were like well you know Sora's out Sephiroth's here and that's probably means Sora's not yeah. happening and it's like well no he's a Disney character technically but yeah uh and this all of course leads me to mention that uh as part of all this a hashtag got going on Twitter thank you Sakurai which I thought was just the most wonderful thing people mm -hmm. just showering Sakurai with their love and kind words and just thanking him for for what he made possible not only with Sora but with Smash Ultimate in general, and he actually responded to it. And I've got the uh, Google Translate up here on, on screen, so I'm just going to try to adapt it from that. But he said, uh, the hashtag thank you Sakurai is trending, and I'm seeing it. I'm the one who's really grateful. Smash is the result of the support of, or Ultimate is the result of the support of many people. So even to the very end, this man is remaining humble. I mean, he and... has an amazing team working with him, so... Oh, totally. Yeah, now, yeah and it's sure. important to remember that. It is, And I'm glad that he remembers that. I'm glad that it doesn't he doesn't let it get to his head and he's like, I'm the one I'm, I'm the face of it all. It's like, no, I, I have a lot of people working with me to make this possible. You can and really see important to remember. You can really see how humble he is, especially if you watch, uh, Harada's bar. Cause there's, there's one moment where Harada basically calls Sakurai a genius and Sakurai kind of struggled with that 
as a oh, title really? for I have himself. To go back and watch those. Like, yeah, I haven't yet. Mm. Yeah. He didn't. He he um, didn't seem too keen on being called a genius. <laughs> <laughs> that seems well, to have, like a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because and, and I'm glad this reminds me. This reminded me of this, but. I had my birthday last month, but it felt like I just had it again this month because of Sora. And uh, speaking of birthdays, uh, one of our beloved community members is celebrating theirs tomorrow. That's Top Dog. Top Dog, happy almost happy birthday. birthday. Uh, we didn't happy forget. Birthday. Happy birthday. We, see you. we didn't forget. We do care. We, we love you, and we hope you have an awesome, happy birthday. And we hope that you're a big Kingdom Hearts fan as well, so you can be really happy about this. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, but anyway... I know I could gush about Sora being here in Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate forever, but we do actually have things, other things to talk about, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, I'm just so, so incredibly happy and uh, looking forward to playing him when he comes out. And we're going to have a, we're going to have a Smash, you know, either a tournament Yeah, let's or be honest. That, I mean, when it comes out, on that. Oh, do, totally. You're in, man. Of course. I mean, cool. it, it's going to be on Monday. Uh, so probably no TNT that day. <laughs> it probably will be instead of TNT. Yeah. Right. Mm. And, unless there's like a huge breaking news, but I don't mm. think I doubt there will be anything that would be announced. that important. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4 announced. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and move on to a, a few more super chats. First is uh, two pounds from Alan Wilkinson saying, wonder if Smash or Mario could be a Kingdom Hearts 4 world. Well, if Nomura does make this canon, which I think he will, who knows? I don't see a Smash World happening. I don't think a Smash World. No. God, how hype would it would be though if he actually like visited <laughs> the Mushroom Kingdom? That would be so cool. Not when it's cross platform. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. But... Oh, that's yeah. That's no. That would never happen. But God, that would be awesome. Um. But yeah, I mean, just the fact that it would be out on any consoles that aren't Nintendo ones kind of puts the kibosh on that. Uh, Jaden Buck with $5 saying, I already said this on Twitter, but did anyone else realize that Sora was announced during the 50th anniversary celebration of Disney World? No. I no, didn't. I completely missed that. That's well, so there cool. You go. I yeah, heard that uh, during the uh, uh, the reveal that people at Disneyland were cheering, and you could hear it happening if you were there. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear oh, about really? That. That's awesome. awesome. I, hope, I hope somebody got footage of that. I'd love to see it. Me too. That'd be really cool. Uh, but on that note, though, some other things that people, including I think all of us here to varying degrees, noticed it's just some cool things. Version 13.0 is when Sora's coming to the game. He's coming out 13 days after his announcement. Um, he's the 13th DLC character if you, if you uh, count Pyra and Mithra separately. There's no mm. way all of that's just a coincidence. Sakurai has been playing 40 chess with us this whole time. <laughs> and I just, yeah, th there's no way. Maybe one of those things coincidence all three mm -hmm. nah nah come on <laughs> no way no way uh next is uh four dollars and 99 cents from lily blue 53 vtuber uh thank you so much saying been a long time fan of you guys happy to see ash get his dream character after hearing him ask for sora for years much love to all of you it has thank been years you, lily blue <laughs> it has been years indeed much love to you as well and um yours is a new name i'm seeing in the chat so thank you for being here joining us we hope to see you uh you know see you around the chat more in the future thank you um sorry my chat is lagging a little bit for where to go ah come on chat oh wow uh, stardust whip in the seventh fighter of the of fighters past two if you count pyramithra separately oh come oh on my god. oh my <laughs> god <laughs> you Amazing. probably don't, uh, the seven and 13 are big numbers in later king yeah. of hearts games uh, she says <laughs> Yeah, well, I yes, knew about maybe. Organization 13, right? Isn't that? Yeah. yeah. And they started just making 13, like yeah. 
making a big deals and you got the seven princesses and all that yeah 13 oh, and 7 okay, are both yeah. very important numbers yeah in in kingdom hearts so uh five canadian dollars from juan saying with the sword reveal can we get hm killa or the gamers joint on tmt for when he launches um i'm not familiar with either of them but i'm I've not against that either oh okay yeah I'm, he's, I'm, he's definitely a big reach out to them. <laughs> big fan yeah oh yeah well we should yeah let's let's do that um if you can make a note about that derek we'll we'll reach out to him i think that's a great idea Mm-hmm. Um, next is five dollars from Lizard eighty one two eighty eight saying, "Too bad Sakurai didn't explain the story of the Kingdom Hearts series. Maybe he could have broke it down so everybody could understand it <laughs> in a whole that other presentation. A much yeah. longer presentation if he did that. But I would pay though. I would pay to watch Sakurai break down Kingdom Hearts lore. <laughs> he just spoil all the endings. Yeah, I would totally see love to see his take on it and then really break down the story." um all right one more for now and then we'll move on to the next news story uh five dollars from zora saying we did it ash never gave up and i'm a man of my word so i guess i'll be finally platinuming shade of memories twice you did say that oh no oh Oh, no i'm so sorry for you i i love kingdom hearts but chain of memories not not so great and i i enjoyed the game boy advance version for whatever reason i have a hell of a time getting into the ps2 version oh really okay Mm -hmm. i mean i might be that game's one fan (laughs) <laughs> I, don't I actually really like the gameplay and in, in, on the PS2 version. Yeah, oh, nice. I just find it to be such a grind. It's just like it's such a to me such a repetitive grind. I can't imagine platinuming it. That's I get it from that perspective, be... but like the actual elements of combat, I find to actually be fairly deep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, thank you so much, everybody, for your super chats. Of course, we will get to the rest of you. Don't worry, but we're going to get on to this next news story. Uh, which is kind of a follow-up from a story we reported on last week in a way. So let's get that up on screen. So, uh, as we know, the the Switch OLED is just about to come out. Uh, Review units, actually reviews just went out today about it. People have been getting their hands on the thing. And uh, this this comes from a story from Nintendo Life. Um, But a YouTuber named Nintendo Prime managed to get their hands on one of the Switch OLEDs ahead of of the official release on Friday. And tearing it down, apparently discovered that the Switch OLED dock is capable of outputting 4K 60 FPS. Uh, now, of course, you know, this, is, this doesn't confirm anything either way, but when you combine it with what we talked about last week, about how 11, uh, Bloomberg reported that 11 different developers apparently have Switch 4K de- or 4K capable Switch development kits, everything does seem to be kind of lining up here. And um, now, of course, it is important to note that even though it's capable of outputting, the, the dock is capable of outputting at 4K 60 FPS, it would require a more powerful switch to actually make that happen. So we're not, no one's saying that the Switch OLED can do this, but, but it, the groundwork apparently has been laid for a future Switch model to be able to do that through this dock. And in that way, the Switch OLED seems to be future-proofed in a way. So who knows? Um, Brandon, how are you feeling about this, man? Like, uh, I know you've been talking with us about this whole thing as we've reported on every stage of this story. How are you feeling about this? I, I think this was inevitable. Uh, I think getting these 4K-ready docks out in the wild way ahead of time is an incredibly smart move. Because uh, by the time, you know, a 4K-ready switch actually hits the market, uh, we're going to have all of these uh, docks and households to fill out, you know, any extra rooms they might have. Um, mm. Or, you know, like if you go to tournaments and you bring Smash with you, you'll have a 4K dock for that as well. I think it's just smart. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. What about you, she says? <clears throat> I, you know, I, it's, 
it's such an odd story. It's so confusing <laughs> too. It's like they never mm. advertised it as such. And yeah, like maybe in the future it'll be like, hey, we got a, a pro console basically coming out. Um, and by the way, anybody that bought an OLED, your Switch dock will be just fine. But uh, all you <laughs> others, guess what? You'll have to upgrade. Uh, sorry, we didn't mention that before. It, it's, it's so weird. Um, I, yeah, so it's difficult for me to even place how I really feel about that. Um, I I feel like it's I, – I don't have a great explanation other than I feel like they had to re-update the model and then maybe this chip is like the same price or less somehow or more readily available than the last chip. And so uh, they're just using this chip that's more readily available. I don't know. I I can't say with any sort of certainty, but it, it it's just strange, right? Can we all agree it's just strange that they have that in the in the dock, but yet they never marketed it as a a feature for the OLED in any capacity? Right. I, I, it sort of ties into the idea that um, uh, some people have had, where the uh, OLED was originally supposed to be the basically equivalent to a switch pro but because of the whole chip shortage thing and other issues just getting the parts needed to in order to do that sort of thing um it just got pushed back but some of the elements are still there like the better screen Ooh. the the dock it, it kind of ties into that idea uh yeah. possibly um but i mean as far as me coming down in this story it's like this is cool um but until it's out i don't care it's like, I, I mean, I yeah. I think marketing the, the dock as 4K ready would ultimately work against Nintendo in this specific circumstance because they don't have the hardware out there that is 4K ready. So telling people that the dock is 4K is just confusing right. the messaging. Right, yeah. right. Well, yeah. And, and I, it would and encourage people to wait too. Be like, oh, well, if the dock's true. 4K, that, but that the Switch well. OLED isn't 4K, I'm not going to buy this. I'll just wait till the inevitable 4K Switch. I mm. like uh, I like the theory put out by Derek there. The, the idea that, like, uh, it's kind of like a unused developer <laughs> as uh-huh. the battery break guy. This is just like blowing yeah. off fireworks in my brain right now. It's just unused uh, hardware left by the developers. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll use it eventually, but it's like, well, we got these parts. We might as well use them upgrade a little bit. We don't have anything to upgrade it fully, but here's the state we can get it at now. So, or it's right. even just like they had certain stages during this production and they were like, okay, we got the chip here for the dock. And then they, like you said, they welched on this idea of doing a pro console, a, uh, a 4k console version um, due to the shortages. And they're just like, well, we already have stuff ordered for the dock. Do we just continue with that? Well, why not? It's not going to really cut into cost that much. So let's just do it. You know, that's mm-hmm. a possibility. Right. And it's better to yeah. get those out now than uh, just keep selling people a dock that they're going to have to replace. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would look bad if they did that. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. N- Nintendo Prime does point out specifically, like I kind of mentioned earlier, that while there is an ARM-based chip in the dock's motherboard, it doesn't. Act, it's not powerful enough to upscale a 1080p image to 4K, which is kind of what I meant by the future-proofing is there, but the, the you know the guts of the current Switch just aren't enough to be able to actually output that. So. But it just does feel like the groundwork's being laid. But Derek, I agree with you. I, at this point, I'm so tired of hearing about it. I just want this thing to be real. I know, right? You know? Yeah. And you, I you've reached the inevitable. point where I was when it came to um, yeah. freaking, what was it? What, what was the code name for the Switch? I'm blanking right now. The NX. NX, yeah. It's like, I'm, t- yeah. I'm tired of the it's NX. Like, I don't care. Just give me something f- tangible to work with. Great. You, yeah. know, you know what is tangible? Metroid Dread. You know what's getting great reviews? <laughs> Metroid Dread. When's it coming out? Yeah. Friday. Why isn't it Friday? Wait. 
needs <laughs> for that. I can't. All of us obviously cannot wait for Metroid Dread. I I cannot. I'm so excited. Apparently, it has um, teeth yeah, too. I, There's a lot of. I've been hearing it's actually pretty tough. Which I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that Ooh, as well. Please, so. okay. Um, but yeah, I do think, you know, this 4K Switch thing, I do believe it's inevitable. I, I wish we had Steve here to talk about it. He is our resident tech expert. Uh, and by the way, I realized I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but Steve is fine. He just got called into work on site and he couldn't get back home in time for the show. It was just an unplanned work thing he had to take care of. So uh, I know he wanted to be here. We're really sorry he's not here. We love you, man. We miss you. But yeah, work work called, duty called, which is why he's not here today. But he'll be back on Friday. So. You had to, you had so. to reference it, Ash. We could have just not talked about it and left people wondering, and then be like, "Who's Steve?" and have the whole Sheon explanation. Oh, oh my God, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That would be that would be too mean, though. I couldn't do that. I'm <laughs> Steve now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, uh, let's go ahead and read out a few more super chats and move on with the news. First, we've got five Canadian dollars from Style Boys saying Sora and Smash still feel like I'm dreaming. Getting to see you guys' reaction and Roger's bass's reaction was exactly perfect. Like, ah, dude, I love Roger. I, I want to get him too. on to talk about Sora as well. He goes we through so many headphones. <laughs> his does, his he headphone does. cable always comes out, and I'm like, always. bro. Get Bluetooth Always. headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think he broke his headphones during the Pyramid reveal. And he did. I, and I saw, yeah. yeah. And then I saw this one and he, he had to like plug in his whole headphones while he's like freaking out over Sora. It was so good. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay. Wait, we're going to put you on the spot, she says. So Bongo Lover oh. with 10 Canadian dollars oh, saying, hey, she says, do you drink Danimals? If so, what flavor? <laughs> Ash by far had the best Sora reaction. So happy for you. I'm chugging a cold bottle of Danimals in your honor. Also, Brandon Bongo's proud of you. I'm glad I... people are still proud of me, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little past my time, I guess. Um, those came out when I was starting to, or I was an adult. And um, there's no reason why I can't try it. But it was, you know, marketed towards kids. So I just never uh, take taking the opportunity to find out what it's like. Isn't it just yogurt, basically? Yeah. Basically, it's, yeah. it's just drinkable yogurt. Yeah, it's like gogurt. Good. I've had gogurt. <laughs> those have yeah. interesting flavors. I like those, but no, not animals. Sorry, sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> this this whole thing stems from us reporting on Sonic uh, or on on Bongo the Danimals Monkey being a guest character in the Sonic Mobile game, and it has become part of BBC lore. <laughs> so Bongo Lover always asks every one of our guests what their flavor their favorite flavor of Danimals is, or if they drink Danimals. Oh, and, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we love you, Bongo Lover. Thank you so much. Uh, we love you. <laughs> love you to um, Next up is uh, a one uh, one pound and 79 pence from Mr. L. I'm not going to read this out because I, I don't find it to be particularly appropriate, but you also may not have meant it that way. So all I'm going to say is my wife, she comes way before video games every time. Like, I love video games. I love I, – I'm so happy for Sora. But, you know, my wife comes first. Every time, you know, yeah, I, I, I put her number one. So that's all I'll say about that. Uh, $4.99 from Nao saying, uh, Nomura was only allowed to use Mickey as a cameo in Kingdom Hearts 1 and couldn't allow Disney heroes to meet each other. It's amazing we even got what we got. It is. It really is. It is mm -hmm. uh, incredible that this happened. I mean, it really, it can't be overstated just how many, how many legal boundaries had to be crossed to make this possible. So the fact that, you know, we got Sora and Smash really is incredible. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Nao. Next is uh, $2 from Shays64. That's a new name. Nice to see you, nice to see you in the chat. Uh, yeah. saying, or asking, what's everyone's favorite Kingdom Hearts world? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, 
I really like the Tron world from Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 2 and Tron Legacy from uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. I think both of those worlds are great. What about you guys? Timeless River. Oh, it's hard to, yeah. to get past. Timeless River's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good one. I, 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 I gotta say, yeah, Halloween Town definitely just like that was the incredible font, uh, get for the original Kingdom Hearts to have Halloween Town in there. That one's always been pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Uh, sadly, my answer would have been one of those three. And I'm not even joking. Um, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I can switch my answer um, to Toy Box. I found Toy Box to be pretty fun too. There we go. I, I, I'll, I'll take Toy Box. Is a lot of fun. River. Then. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Timeless, Timeless River. river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Man, like there's a drink related to drinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have to read this out because it's so good. Kitty Kong Facts in our live audience patron chat says, Ash, what if they made a Palpu fruit flavored de- de animals? I would I would be honor bound to try it just because it's Kingdom Hearts related. And then Jim yeah, and I adding to the GVG. About? Yeah, exactly. And then Jim and I adding to the GVG lore, plot twist, Brandon is actually Steve's nobody, and she says is actually an imperfect replica of Steve that gained an individual identity. <laughs> what a twist. So where's Steve's heart that. right now if, if I'm his nobody? <laughs> He's off it's, starting the the great ape war. It's it's in some heart heartless whatever. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up is twenty dollars. Wow, thank you so much from Super Otaku Smash Brothers Welp. I love it. Uh, <laughs> saying people need to realize uh, should slash but shouldn't be in Smash Ultimate, as in Sora should be almost an impossibility considering the legal nightmare behind his character. Both Square and Disney literally own parts of that character. Yeah, that's exactly what we've been saying. It is incredible that that it happened and. A legal nightmare and uh mm-hmm. it's just it's amazing that it happened yep thank you so much for the 20 dollars. it's very generous of you uh next is five dollars from master of hamsters saying this is also the first time sora is ever voiced outside of kingdom hearts he wasn't even voiced mm-hmm. in world of final fantasy yeah i'm pretty sure they're, they're just using clips of Haley joel osment from the games yeah. themselves i don't think yeah. he's recording new lines but it's still really cool i'm glad it's not just his japanese voice like to me Sora, it's Haley Joel Osment's voice. It's just can't have one without the other for me. So I'm really glad uh, he's voiced in English as well. Yeah. Um, next is $4.99 from the Vidiots saying, oh, that Sora trailer was so good. I'm so happy. Even my brother who doesn't care for the series said it was the best in his opinion. So wow. many feels. That's awesome. That just goes back to what we've been saying is how cool it's been to see so many people being able to step outside of their own wants for a character and be like, no, okay, maybe Sora wasn't my number one but he deserves to be here. And I'm really happy for his fans. I think that's really cool. So hats mm-hmm. off to your brother. Uh, and then one more for now that we'll move on with the news. Uh, Klaxon with $19 and 99 cents. Thank you so wow. much for your generosities saying, remember Dissidia was pitched as a kingdom hearts game, but Disney didn't want their characters associated with a fighting game. That may be why they aren't even in uh, the dive to the hearts of Sora and Riku. And yeah, I, I didn't say it earlier, but that could have something to do with it. Just the fact that, you know, at, at its base smashes a fighting game and, even though it's cartoony violence, it's still violence. And it may just be that, yeah, they don't want Nick- their characters associated with that. Nickelodeon has no qualms. <laughs> yeah, clearly, Apparently not. Clearly not. And also a little weird to think about when you, uh, when you think about like the, the classic Disney cartoons, which were very violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I know, very right? true. Incredibly. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just, I guess, current Disney, maybe that, maybe that is the reason. Who if knows, you, if but, you've uh, never watched... Um, the one with the the uh, the mad the mad doctor watch the mad doctor that is legit spooky uh for you, classic cartoons is it you could I watch his it, yeah. you could just watch the first mickey mouse cartoon ever 
pretty sure in that cartoon he grabs a cat and like yanks its tail and like turns it into something and like yeah she's not enjoying it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. oh man um by the way sorry if you can hear some talking or noises in the background we've got some people working on repairing our air conditioner right now it was kind of an unplanned maintenance so i apologize if you can hear them uh but with that said let's cut off the super chats for now we'll get back to the rest later but let's go ahead and uh, move on to our third story which brings us back to kingdom hearts so let's get that up on the screen <laughs> So it's funny, I originally was going to just have these two stories lined up next to each other, but th that was before I found out Steve wasn't going to be on the show. So I didn't want him to have nothing to say for like 30 minutes, but he ended up not being here, so it was all for naught. But yeah, so uh, in, in addition to Sora getting into Smash, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts also uh, made some 20th anniversary announcements. They dropped a whole trailer, and uh, the, the first part of this was technically announced during the Sora presentation, but Kingdom Hearts 1.5... 2.5, 2.8, and Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind are all coming to the Switch as cloud versions. I know that's not what everybody wanted to, you know, how everybody wanted to get Kingdom Hearts on Switch, but at least they're going to be on Switch at all, and, and now in addition to Melody of Memory, so we finally do have the series on Switch. No release date for those cloud versions Hopefully yet, but they're they are stable. coming. Yeah, that's that's the hope, is that just... I haven't really played any, any of the cloud versions of games on Switch, like Resident Evil yeah. 7, so I don't either. know how... Uh, stable they are. Brandon, have you tried any of those? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, really, same. no interest in it to be honest. I mean, same. Even if they, like I said before, even if they weren't the cloud versions, I wouldn't be picking them up because I have all of them on PS4. So. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Same. I. Um, it's not I'll probably pick them up because I, I do have also that collection on PS4. It was really cheap. It was only like twenty bucks or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there is just this sense that I don't want to go and anchored down for like a multi-hour double digit hour game anymore on my couch like i want to just be able to grab my switch from the table put it in a couple of minutes and then put it back down and get back to work and do something or play a little right. bit in bed and pass out um so like you know as much as i really want to jump right back into the kingdom hearts franchise that's been something that's been making me put it off i even still have that copy that i was just referring to in its shrink wrap uh despite the fact that i really wanted oh. to play it yeah nice. so mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so this cloud version is probably right up my alley so long as it's stable like you guys said so i'll definitely give it a a chance and see how it works but i i got pretty excited about that i was like oh hopefully. yeah well that's yeah. what i'm looking for yeah so hopefully yeah and it's, it's good i'll be really interested interested to see how kingdom hearts 3 looks and performs on switch because that that's gonna there's gonna have to be some major concessions made there i would imagine given that game's visuals uh you know compared to the older kingdom hearts games so i don't know i'd I, I know that's not the way that people wanted the, the Kingdom Hearts games to come to Switch, but I would say it's still better that they're coming to the Switch at all. Even I think it was the only way you were going to get three at the very least on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. theoretically, exactly. there doesn't have to be any concessions if it's just cloud streaming. That's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's true, actually. So I, I wonder, it's just it just comes down to performance then. So yeah. we'll see how that mm -hmm. goes. Um, but <clears throat> that's not the only thing that was announced. So uh, we did get, uh, yeah, the Kingdom Hearts games were all coming to Switch. But uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, the mobile game, is uh, is getting an offline theater mode that is apparently available Thank now. I haven't checked it out. God. They announced it, they announced <laughs> it a while ago, but they, we yeah. weren't sure when the theater mode was coming. And I do want to check that out because from everything I've – a little bit I looked into that plot, it seems like it gets pretty wild. It, <laughs> like, it, it does there, apparently, yeah. There's a straight-up murder mystery in this game. It's going to be right. pretty important going past three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure, too. I will definitely be absorbing everything in that theater mode. I didn't play much of the game itself. I just wasn't really into it. But the story, I want to get, you know, I want to know 
everything that happened in the story. So I have that context going into whatever comes next. Um, there's also Kingdom Hearts Dark Road is finally getting an ending, which is arriving later this year. Apparently, they've been treading water for a while. I haven't been following Dark Road's story, but it's apparently going to finally end later this year. And uh, hopefully that also gets a digest because that's clearly going to be important to the story going forward as well. That seems, that seems less important unless they throw something in at the end because it's just like, yeah. how did Xehanort get to be like Xehanort? Eh. Why did we have to wait but until you know, you know, after the end of 3 to find out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the thing. is, It's weird that they, they positioned Dark Road when they did because I feel like the mystery surrounding Xehanort largely doesn't matter anymore given that the Dark yeah. Seeker saga is over. So it's just like, it's it's a weird thing for us to find out now what makes Xehanort tick as opposed to before he was he became less of a factor. But who yeah. knows? You know, I, I have a feeling, though, that there, there are going to be things sprinkled throughout there that will be important for the future of the series. So we'll uh, Possibly. Uh, Jim and I in the um, patron chat says, PSA, the theater oh. mode within Union Cross itself is not great as it doesn't do it, uh, do it in a full chronological order. So I would genuinely recommend just watching a YouTube video with all the cutscenes, which I would recommend is I actually love the story of Union Cross. I need to look that up oh. and just like find, that might be like, better. which one do I watch? I'll watch, sit down and watch that and uh, catch up to what the heck, is, what the heck happened in Union Cross. I remember watching up to a certain point of what was going on uh, in, the, in it, but they weren't even finished by that point. So I'm like, ah, dang it. So I just sort of, yeah. So somewhat erased it from my mind and see what see what happens. But, I wish they um, would just make another animated movie and throw it in a collection or something. Yeah, I, I think right. it seems like, from what I understand, that animated movie that's in uh, was in the other one, um, that one collection uh, was a back chapter prologue uh, yeah. or something like that or whatever they called it. Um, is meant to be from the union leader's point of view, and this the you know, the mobile game is from the Keyblade wielder's point of view. So you still mm-hmm. get that sort of stuff, but it's not, I guess you get a little bit expanded um, from it. So uh, yeah, exactly. As Jim and I says, back cover barely even covers the first third at this point. So right. it's, it's barely yeah. any of it. Yeah. Um, I will say though, that one of the other things they showed off there in this trailer was new merchandise and they're selling right. the chess set from kingdom hearts <sighs> three, which I'm like, that's pretty cool. That is I kind of cool. want that. <laughs> yeah. It's reminding um, me of Daniel who wanted that uh, Tales of Arise chess set when we were at PAX. I know. It's, yeah. It's, now there's a chess set for me. It's so nice. I know. <laughs> um, and, and also, there is going to be a 20th anniversary event. Uh, that Just the fact that there's going to be one was announced. We don't have a date or anything. We don't know what's going to be there. But there is going to be a 20th anniversary date coming at some point, And I can guarantee you we'll be reacting to it, assuming it's a streaming event, which it probably will be. So, yeah, I hope there's we'll a see, concert. We'll, we'll see you. Oh cool. God! Please let there be an anniversary concert. That would be awesome, and yeah. I would be there in a second. Um, she says, "I know a lot of this is is covering Kingdom Hearts games you haven't played yet. Do you mm-hmm. have any intention to go back and play three or any of the other few like Melody well, of Memory, Union Cross?" I would kind of recommend <laughs> doing a couple other games before three, at least Birth by Sleep. Yeah, well, of course. I just <laughs> mean the distance. rest of the oh, series yeah. in general. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to bring the mood down a bit, but I, I, I don't know if I would pick up three again because um, mm-hmm. I tried okay. it briefly and I, I do know it's more lore heavy than the other two. Like the other two are more intrigue and then three becomes like, it's very like it as far correct me if I'm wrong here. Cause like, obviously I haven't played it nearly enough to know for, for certain, but doesn't that one more so embrace the collective lore more than any of the other two games? 
Yeah, because um, there's unlike yeah. we the time between Kingdom Hearts one and two, there was only one game in between those, and between right. two and three, right. there's like five. A lot, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Birth by yeah. Sleep, and it's building all off those. Coded. Like Birth by yeah. Sleep might as well be called Kingdom Hearts Zero, and it's just <laughs> yeah. as integral to pretty how much goes down and dream drop distance might as well be the actual 2.5 birth by sleep is one that i'm very interested in playing um birth by sleep i think is still one of my favorites really i I think it still is my favorite i I think i i would recommend you play Birth by sleep yeah it's (laughs) It's, really good it stands on its own very well if i if i'm entirely honest i love it um i love the series at, at its best when it's like it's just worlds from disney um, that I care about, and also the Final Fantasy like cameos that you'll see, and that's so, a weakness oh, okay. of three as well. Is that not until yeah. you get the remind? There is no Final Fantasy cameos. Yeah, yeah. Which that, I was like, whoa, that's a that's a big blow, because um, I'm excited about who's going to be there, and when it's nobody. Oh my god, um, in more ways than one, since there's the nobodies. But but yeah, no, I loved too because the the world selection was amazing um i love that they expanded beyond final fantasy 7 and 8 and 10 um as far as the cameo so we got to see vivi and setzer and stuff like that and then i also loved the tron world timeless river um yeah and uh, uh the Ca- pirates of the caribbean level too that was amazing um but yeah so like i don't know when it came down to three it was like presentational wise I, I was like oh this feels a little bit early 2000s um and i was like i'm a little put off by that um and then the gameplay was a little bit bloated with the the you know all the like that that giant it was like disney rides basically yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. which got introduced yeah. with no explanation i don't understand that one yeah yeah they they fortunately patched the game pretty soon after release to make them less intrusive to, oh, okay. to battles they're 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 a lot more uh, easier to they're a lot easier to ignore now if you don't want to use them i mostly didn't use them either um mm-hmm. but no i get it i mean you know kingdom hearts is different things for different people if you're not into the original lore and characters as much like we right. are then there isn't as much for you in three and i totally get that um, i, I think is, if you want more much, yeah. more disney i think dream drop distance might be another good entry for you yeah because uh, so uh, the worlds in that one are pretty substantial uh as distance. if a little empty because you know you got the yeah the, you're a little empty yeah, there but is you do that, have but you do have really cool areas like the uh, the uh, Tron Legacy world. You get mm-hmm. the um, yeah. There's a whole Tron Legacy uh, Hunchback, really three, cool. uh, Hunchback, three Musketeers. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Uh, one based on um, uh, da, 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 uh, Fantasia. Yeah, that one's. Oh, really that's a cool. really cool yeah, which one. one. Is this the the 3DS one? Is that? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a 3DS one. Okay. Which is now part of 2.8. You can play it in I, HD as part of Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Pinocchio Ooh. also uh, Pinocchio also gets its own his own world actually, rather than just Monstro. You in, get in Dream, Dream Drop Distance. World. Yeah, in Dream yeah, Drop Dream Distance, Drop Distance, you get um, Fantasy uh, uh, Pleasure Island. Right. I gotta play this. There's your Square Enix characters this time around. I don't know if you have played it, but it's with the world ends with you. Yep. So you get those oh, okay. Characters. Yes. Yes. I think I, I saw that. Um, which I, I did. Chewy is also like how I like to call it because of the. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, yeah, I never, never got into that series, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, no, everything else sounds amazing. I, I would definitely look into that one. Dream Drop. Yeah, if, you, if you're, if you're interested in Disney worlds, that's probably one of the, yeah. it has a pretty strong selection. They're a little empty. 
because I they want to make say the as Kingdom Hearts worlds tend to be. Yeah, you can say the same for Birth by Sleep. It might even be worse in that game. Mm. Um, but I I find the overall gameplay in Birth by Sleep to be more fun. But yeah, I guess it, it just depends on what you're looking for. Mm. And Birth by Sleep gets some really cool worlds with like the uh, you get a different version of Neverland. Essentially, you get to you get to explore more. Right. Yeah. And, and that's really neat. And Kingdom Hearts 3 and, does that with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which I think the world of Pirates right. of the Caribbean is better in 3 than 2. Wow. It's pretty good in 3. You, you get your own yeah. ship. You get to sail around the, all the islands and do all kinds of side quests and stuff. That's cool. It has its own little fetch quest that you can do if you want. Yeah. 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 I love this. Nico Braun, our live audience chat, says, we're spending most of our lives living in a prankster's paradise. That's the name of the Pinocchio world. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, if, if you're more into the Disney stuff, she says you should play Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance at least. I, I think okay. you'll really enjoy mm. that. I may, I may, I have it downstairs. I may actually genuinely do that after we get off. <laughs> nice, nice <laughs> episode. All right, uh, but yeah, so that's that's basically the 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 crux of the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary announcements and teases. We'll see what happens with that event whenever it's announced, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And we'll we'll of course report on it when the cloud versions of the games get an actual release date for uh, for Switch. So uh, yeah, well, with that said, let's get uh, to a few more super chats. Four dollars and ninety nine cents from Diamond Death saying Bayonetta probably won as the cheapest to put in two Smash games, four and Ultimate. I can't imagine paying to use Sora for both games when Ultimate is coming. Well, I mean, it could be that, but I also think I, Sakurai kind of already laid it out for us. He just said that was Bayonetta was possible at the time of of, of the characters who were possible at the time. Bayonetta was you know who they went with from the the fighter ballot. But Sora, I think, just wasn't possible at the time. They needed more time to get all the legal agreements in place. And this has been worked on for years now. So I just that's kind of what I think it is. I think he was being honest when he said that. But that's also possibly true. Thank you so much, yep. Diamond Death. Uh, next is uh, five Canadian dollars from Jared Helder saying, who are your favorite DLC characters in Smash when considering their original game, mechanics, stage, and music? For me, it's Hero or Min Min. Well, it's about to be Sora. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> um, man, I mean, Hero's a good one ju just because Dragon Quest XI is such an amazing game, but the music that we got, I feel, wasn't great. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's probably Hero, uh, but I also got to give a shout out. Well, Banjo-Kazooie as well. I love yeah. Banjo-Kazooie. Mm. I love the game. I love the music. I love the characters. I love their stage. Uh, and Terry, I got to give a shout out to Terry. You know what? I actually, get, I was actually so just thinking that Terry has an yeah. amazing stage, an amazing selection of music. Yeah. yeah. I just don't have as much amazing connection with the character, but it right. I mean, kind of makes me a fan just because it, they did go so hard for it. Yeah. I, I think King of Fighters Stadium still is my favorite DLC stage. It's up there, at least. It's one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, and of course, Sephiroth. I mean, we got we finally got more Final Fantasy music. Northern Cave is an awesome stage um so the remixes on that one was amazing i love yeah. the, the remix yeah. music for sephiroth yeah um so yeah those are our, i think collectively our favorites for sure thank you very much jared next is uh two dollars from sean horace with a retracted message and i don't see one from okay another retracted message so i don't know what you were going to say sean but thank you either way for the donation we really appreciate it and i also don't Absolutely. recognize your name so thank you for joining us uh, next is five more dollars from Super Otaku Smash Bros. Welp saying Mario, Sonic, Pac-Man, Kazuya, Terry, Joker, Ryu, Sora, Banjo-Kazooie, Steve, Mega Man are all in the same game. Seeing those companies at the credits. I know, seeing Disney Seems like a... added right there at the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like a bad E3 leak. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, right? 
like it really yeah. is just you know it, it it it's been said so many times i know it's become kind of its own meme at this point but really even now again with sora getting added to smash imagine going back in time and showing this to like your 15 12 year old self and being you know of course some of those would be like who the hell are those are. people yeah but <laughs> that'd probably be me like, to be honest oh my god yeah yeah uh, next is $5 from Isax08 saying, just wait until Sora releases. Ash in his air game <laughs> breaks the meta. LOL. Yeah, I, he, it's funny. Like with, with Mega Man, I learned him because he was my number one dream character, but he has a high learning curve. And so yes. if I didn't have so much love for the character, I don't know if I would have made him, but I, I learned him because I had to main him. He's Mega Man. Sora seems like a character. Obviously, I'm, I'm going to main him too because he's another dream character of mine. But he seems like a character I would like to play anyway, based on what we've seen in the presentation. I Just agree. Yeah, he seems mm-hmm. like a character I would already want to play. So that's going to be really cool. Um, all right, one more for now, then we'll move on to the next news story. Uh, Five dollars from Hylian Dread saying, "Happy about Sora. Sad Crash Bandicoot was snubbed completely four years and nothing. Yeah, Crash is a big one. Crash mm-hmm. is a big one that didn't wasn't meant to be, didn't make it." Um, as I've said, I'm personally not a Crash fan, but I know how important he is to a lot of people. And uh, Activision shit aside, I would be very happy for Crash's fans if he did get in. He's still I, I standing just... outside Nintendo HQ yelling at the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, don't let him in. Uh, we don't want I, that. It's funny because we had a discussion earlier about uh, money and stuff like that. And I, I do think that Activision's just one of those companies that probably was – trying to get a bidding war out of nintendo for for crash and nintendo was just like yeah we got other people <laughs> waiting it's fine yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right well thank you so much everybody for your incredibly generous super chats but we do have a little more news to get on to uh this four story is i don't think we're gonna this have too pure much to ash. Say <laughs> well, it is but i also added it not even just because it's me hosting but i just it's kind of the, the latest example of a running joke uh so let's go ahead and get that up on screen so I wouldn't blame you if you hadn't heard of this. I don't think even most Mega Man fans have heard of this, but there was a there was uh, a, another mobile game in development called Rockman XZ Time Rift, and it was apparently very little was known about it, but apparently it was meant to be something of a crossover between the X and the Zero series. It was going to be a mobile action RPG, uh, but unfortunately, uh, and this comes courtesy of our friends over at Protoduce Rockman Corner. The game has been canceled. Probably, maybe not. There's a chance it hasn't, but it's probably canceled. And stop me if you've heard that before, a Mega Man game getting canceled. (laughs) Um, Fortunately, this doesn't seem to be something that, you know, it it was another mobile game. I don't think there was a lot of hype for this. Most of us didn't even know it existed, so it barely seemed to even get off the ground. But apparently uh, the Capcom licensed developer Nebula Joy, who were developing uh, Rockman XC Time Rift, uh, just recently pulled some jobs. They cut some jobs a couple of months ago, and that also maybe led to this game just getting cut as well um the speculation is that the the game was canceled due to another nebula joy developed game devil may cry pillar of combat underperforming uh in terms of revenue so that might have just you know the the underperformance of pillar of combat which is such a weird name might have just scared them off from doing rockman xz uh, and it's a bit of a shame. I mean, there are some there are some screenshots here. X's design looks really cool. Zero's de- design looks really cool. I would have loved to see what this was going to be, but you know, it isn't a huge loss though. Being another mobile game, I don't think. But uh, mm. I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. Do you, and I, obviously, I'm a big Mega Man fan here. But do any of you have any thoughts on what we're looking at here? You know, what's funny is um, 
you're right. There's so many canceled Mega Man games. I, it's, I feel like it's purely by coincidence, <laughs> but just what a terrible coincidence it is. I, I played a canceled Mega Man game before. It was oh, yeah? uh, Mega Man Universe. Right. Oh. It was featured hey. in at Comic-Con, I believe, uh, New York. And uh, Capcom showed up, and um, Inafune was actually there at the time, taking interviews and stuff. And, yeah, I had a chance to play it. And it, it was a solid game. It's such a shame that it had to get canceled due to whatever happened with Inafune. Um, but, like, yeah, I remember I even – the whole – do you guys remember this game? Where it had, oh, like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. crossovers with Ryu and – um arthur from ghosts and goblins and stuff like that and you can oh, even i remember play, yeah i played it as well yeah bad I box art mega man well. like and he would just be, <laughs> play terribly um yeah yeah, yeah. it's so like you know and then I, I i feel like i'm a curse i don't know anything about this app though so there you go but like you know i played that i even have an inflatable arthur spear f- that markets the game to this day oh, wow. um, I, I have the uh the foam buster still somewhere in my in my closet Oh really? First foam buster, yeah. That's awesome. Um, But then also, I was there at PAX East when Inafune announced Mega Man Legends three for the very first time. So Uh, I, and then that got uh, uh, canceled, and I was like, "Am I like cursed or something?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't let me be your Mega Man. It's really a damn shame, and and I do love the idea of what this could have been. I mean, this this could have been a crossover between the x and zero series and maybe it would have shown uh you know in an actual game the events that transpire between x and zero we only have that in a lore uh sense right now we don't have any games showing like the elf wars and such and maybe that's i what don't know if they been. would do i don't know if they who would knows? show that yeah i don't know i mean who knows what this would have been it might have been just a non-canon type thing like rockman x dive is yeah you know who knows it's it's a bit of a shame i don't think there's too much to say about this but you know i'd want to talk about it because it's Mega Man, and it's just kind of a funny running gag that there, there wasn't really any other more important news to go over, it didn't seem like today. So um, it, at least in terms of a fifth story or fourth story. So yeah, it is what it is. It's a shame. Um, but come on, like, can we just get like, where's the Battle Network collection? Where's X9? Can we just get something new? 11 was great, and it, and it sold really well. Capcom, what's going on? Let's, let's get a new Mega Man game, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's all there really is to say about that. Uh, but we do have some more super chats. So uh, next is put one Dimmerid with five dollars. I hope I said that right. Saying I'm kind of perplexed by people expecting Crash and Master Chief when Smash has only added three full Western characters in a game full of Japanese IPs. I mean, I think it's just the general hope, hope. and, and sense yeah. that anybody, any any game character. Crash has a bit of a presence in Japan too. Although I yeah. wonder if they would yeah. give use his Japanese design for for an alt. Uh, it would that. be an alt. Yeah. Oh yeah, an alt. Yeah, I, I would I mean, want. You get fake crashes at all too. That'd be awesome. Oh, <laughs> that would be so cool. Yes, that'd be great. Um, and and you know, and and Master Chief is is huge, and Steve got in. So I just feel like you know, there's really nothing wrong with expecting really big deal Western characters to get in either, uh, regardless of their actual chances. So you know, I mean, Little Mac is a Japanese IP, but Japanese people don't even know Little Mac that well. Yeah, they don't really care about Little Mac. Right. Yeah. True. It's like. That was a Japanese character, but it was targeted to Western audiences. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot more demand for him from West, the West. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy yeah. you got him. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is great. Mega Conrad with $9.99. Thank you so much saying when Sora said Cloud and Sephiroth went somewhere to fight a great battle in Kingdom Hearts 2, he was talking about Smash, and then he joined <laughs> in there 15 years later. <laughs> Nomura had this plan all along. <laughs> that is, that's going in my head canon. I want to yeah. go that. 
I love that. Thank you so much, Mega Conrad. Uh, Calamity, 513 with $2. Black Panther versus Wolverine. You choose. I'm going to go with Wolverine on this one. Yeah. I, think I don't actually know be... enough about Wolverine to, to answer. I mean, to be honest. you don't know enough about Wolverine? <laughs> I don't. I know more about Black Panther than Wolverine. I've never actually wow. watched any of the movies or read the comics. The, the vibranium so... makes it uh, definitely even, a little bit more even, but I still think that... Um... Wolverine Wolverine's healing factor helps a lot. Like I I, I read a comic where he literally yeah. got almost all of his everything blown off his down into skeleton and he still re, re, exactly. reformed. <laughs> yeah. So like Black Panther's super tough of course and, and and you know no disrespect to Black Panther but I, I just think Wolverine he's got that healing factor, the adamantium skeleton. I just think he's got more durability. He can just last last longer and regenerate pretty much endlessly. Yeah. Uh, next is nine dollars and ninety nine cents from Hustlebun saying, "I know I'm not the first to suggest her, but Sarah Key is the Kingdom Hearts Twitch streamer and would be a lovely guest." Ash, I recommend watching the YouTube vids of her playing FF6 and Chrono. Tears. Okay, cool. I I've heard of Sarah Key and I saw her reaction when I was looking through on YouTube, but I didn't. I haven't watched it yet. I, I wanted to check it out though because I think I saw her hugging a Keyblade. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a hardcore fan right there. So <laughs> awesome. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, suggestion, Hustlebun. Uh, next is $5 from Pyro Jack Daniel saying, I feel like the OLED dock being 4K 60 FPS ready, Nintendo will start selling dockless switches in the future. It's possible. Maybe. Um, yeah, it, it, that's definitely possible. Who knows? Uh, but thank you, Pyro Jack Daniel. Uh, next is two more Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover saying, I love you guys too. Good vibes and yogurt. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Good vibes and yogurt. <laughs> uh, Mr. L with one pound and 79 pence saying, apologies, badly thought out joke. Well, that's okay. No, no, no. I, I, I figured that was the case, and I, I figured it was just a poor choice of words. And so I didn't assume that you were trying to be inappropriate, but I just wasn't sure. I just didn't think it was right to read it out. But seriously, don't worry about it. I figured it was just badly worded. So all good. Thank you so much, Mr. L. Uh, and then scrolling down. Next is two more dollars from Calamity513. Amy Rose from Sonic versus Harley Quinn from Batman. You choose. Amy's Harley got Quinn? that Pico Pico hammer, man. She's Harley Quinn has a hammer too. Yeah, that's Harley, true. Harley has a hammer, and honestly, she's willing to go for the namey. So that's yeah. mostly where I'm coming from. You're right. She's willing to like, yeah. She's willing to really. She's willing to kill. Essentially, I feel so, bad yeah, for Amy in that matchup. <laughs> my bad. I forgot that she also has a hammer. It's it's Harley Quinn. I I completely agree with you guys. Uh, all right, last one for now, and then we'll move on to the final news story. Uh, Sean Horace with $5 saying, Random thought. I hope Lappy's appearance in the Bayonetta 3 trailer means we're getting an Astral Chain sequel. That's all. Love you guys. I know a lot of people want that to be the case. Um, I still need I, to play I, Astral Chain. I have I know, it. I just haven't I played too. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know some people thought that the Bayonetta 3 trailer actually was Astral Chain 2 before it turned out to be Bayonetta 3. So here's hoping uh, you know Astral Chain fans get what they want, because I know it's a really beloved game. So yeah. And thank you so much for the super chat. All right, time to move on to our final news story. This is great. We've been talking about Smash today, and we're going to end with talking about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl uh, and a data mine that is hinting at some potential future characters. So let's get that up on screen. So we've talked a lot about Nick All-Star Brawl on, on TNT. It's a game I think we're all pretty excited for in its own way. Uh, as we know, the... Yeah, I'm hearing good things. Yeah. Uh, as we know, the full roster, the game is out. The full roster is 20 characters strong, but we're getting two characters post-launch as well as DLC in the future. Uh, but as always, a data mine has, uh, has occurred that is providing potential hints at who some of these characters could be. Now, of course, it has to be said, nothing is confirmed here. This doesn't necessarily confirm anything. 
but uh, there are reasons to believe that a couple of characters in particular are going to come to the game. And those two characters are Garfield and Shredder, which I never thought I would say those two names in the same sentence ever. <laughs> I love that. Freaking <laughs> but, Garfield of all things. I know, I know. So, um, yeah, so the most, this comes from Tech Raptor, by the way. And so there's a lot to go through here, but the most important part uh, of, of this leak or of this data mine uh, does concern Garfield and Shredder from Ninja Turtles. And uh, found in the game's uh, data was a screenshot of, a, of an image of Garfield stage, or a screenshot depicting a Garfield stage, and uh, as well as a placeholder image for Garfield himself. And then there's another screenshot depicting artwork of Shredder. Uh, although Tech Raptor does point out that he's been getting a funny code name of Cheese, uh, as in Cheese Shredder, which cheese is pretty Shredder. Nice. Yeah, I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. And I, I gotta say it, I love that, of course, just like the other Ninja Turtles characters in All-Star Brawl, it's the 80s cartoon version of Shredder. And yes. this is so cool. I hope, I hope this is true. Garfield and Shredder, especially for me, would be pretty damn cool. So I I, I kind of love both of those picks because of just the ridiculousness of them getting <laughs> such a pair. Know, getting Shredder having a villain in there is pretty great. Garfield, I mean, who doesn't want to beat the heck out of Garfield? So. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm just trying to imagine what Garfield's move set would be. Uh, first oh, of all, yeah. lasagna, lasagna, the, I guess? the biggest shock to me is finding out that Nickelodeon owns Garfield. I didn't. Know I know. That. I think they just I got the license. I'm seeing in the uh, in the and ch the patron chat. So, yeah. Uh, actually, there's a bit more here. Uh, saying yeah, saying in this article, evidence pointing towards eight more characters being fairly safe bets for inclusion in the future. Oh. Announcer voice line recording suggests that. Um, uh, Avatars, Zuko, Rugrats, Tommy Pickles, SpongeBob's, Mr. Krabs, and Plankton uh, are up. And there's, then there's placeholder announcer audio clips listings for uh, Donatello, two more members of the Wild Thornberry family, and Cindy uh, Vortex from Jimmy Neutron. Oh. So, right, right. It is important to note, though, that uh, the, the game's designer and programmer, Thaddeus Cruz, did comment on this. And said that much, much like we know happened with Xander Mobus and him recording announcers or announcer lines for characters that never got into Smash, um, that some of those announcer voice lines found in this data mine are meant to quote unquote cover bases and aren't necessarily, you know, confirmations of what's coming. So it, it sounds mm -hmm. as though Shredder and Garfield are likelier than all the characters shown in the or heard in the announcer files. Well, that's right. But who knows? I can't imagine Tommy getting in. You, you, they would not have you beat up a baby. Yeah, I assume that's I, I, why I he wasn't got, in the game already. I know why it's Reptar yeah. instead of any of the babies. I already got ripped over the coal for that. I thought it was fine since it was a cartoon, and and the babies go through much worse shit in the actual show Rugrats than anything. <laughs> in this have you seen that dead? first movie? Oh, that show gets so dark. It does, but th th at least there's nobody actually punching them. <laughs> they almost I mean, get true. eaten that's by true. a wolf yeah. in the first movie after being lost in the woods for like a week. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot it's about It's super that. dark. Yeah, and then Cobra <laughs> points out they could use the all grown up version of Tommy, but eh. I think nobody cares. I wouldn't that want girl. that. Right. Yeah. Give me yeah. Chucky and put him in the, uh, in the Reptar kaiju suit from the second movie. Actually, that is a good point. Use Yeah, use the Reptar stuff. I mean, it's kind of a Reptar clone but whatever it had the babies in it and... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't see a problem i mean they're just cartoon characters at the end of the day i don't think anyone puts any like stock or thought into the fact that it's like oh my god tommy's a baby 
At baby's least gotta do early. what a baby's gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be the reveal trailer. That's like gotta be oh the one that comes God. out of his mouth. <laughs> See, that's how that's how I felt too. She says, and I, but I got raked over the coals. Like, wow, Ash you know, wants to be able to beat up a baby, and I'm like, what? they're cartoons. Like, what? Oh, I don't I'm sure. What I would hope that they were just memeing you. I hope. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I think they probably were, but. But I agree. I mean, he, it's there. It's just a cartoon character. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I, Joe I, and in the YouTube chat, Angelica has it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. Um, what's also exciting about this is that one of those voice lines, announcer voice lines, is for Rocco, who uh, I've been saying uh, many Ooh. times that I really wanted to see in this game. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, hopefully Rocco does make it. Uh, it's weird, though. There are definitely some weird red herrings. Like one of the voice announcer lines is for. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a whole, which doesn't really make sense when we've got oh, yeah. individual yeah. characters. Well, that definitely falls so. into the covering their bases aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do hope that somebody from Rocco's Modern Life shows up in the game. That's a weirdly under or unrepresented. Well, Filbert's also franchise. there. Filbert's also in the in a data mine oh, as, yeah. you know, as one of the announcer lines. So, oh, Heifer. Who knows? I mean, I yeah, I feel like Heifer is probably going to be like a real pick. Like I, I could see him showing up, Rocco and Heifer. Um, yeah, Heifer makes more sense than Filbert, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah, Filbert was a Filbert turtle guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm nauseous. That oh, guy. that's really that's good. Really yeah, good. Really good. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, I, I am a huge Rocco fan, and I really hope Rocco himself makes it into this game. I want, at um, the very least, I want Ickus, Ickus, and Crumb. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I still want. I'm still holding out hope for the Angry Beavers. Ooh, oh, yeah. That'd be nice. That'd that's be so nice. underappreciated. Really or the uh, the character, or any of the characters from Kablam, I would take. Oh yeah, a, a lot of people oh, wow. point out my uh, Jenny from My Life is a teenage robot. Another good, great pick. Oh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I, I, it's going to be interesting if Shredder and Garfield are, are real. It's it's interesting that we're going to have. Well, Ninja Turtles is going to be the most represented franchise in All Star Brawl at that point, with four characters, even above Avatar, um, with which would have three at that time. But it's just so weird how we got four TMNT characters, but it's not the four turtles. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's cool that it's two of the turtles and April and Shredder. That's actually a great twist. But it's always going to feel weird not to have the other two turtles. Just you, know, it's, you know, it's, it is great. odd. It's, it's funny because, uh, you know, it works out great for me. Those are my two favorite turtles. But <laughs> I know that <laughs> no, my game I nice. do concede that it is weird that there, there isn't all the turtles because – uh, at any given time, I have this conversation with people. There's always a person in the group that likes Donnie and Raph. Like so, Donnie. That's, that's me, and not just because of my you dad. Go, what are you and Donnie? And Donnie? Raph are my favorites. Yeah? I love Donnie. Don, Donnie's my favorite. Donnie's yeah, it's all about the favorite. bow staff. That's why I love Donnie. Yeah. Uh, okay. I love bow staff users. Yeah. See, there's like I, I was a very simple man when it came back to deciding who my favorite turtles were first. I didn't like the color purple, and uh, <laughs> I didn't like that Donatello was a nerd. Don't look <laughs> at my like, room. You're hanging out with all of us. I know, and then I end up being one. (laughs) Homer in that one clip is just going out, nerd. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, but no. Of course, my my uh, opinions changed more as an adult. Uh, I ended up liking all the turtles, of course. Uh, But still, you know, as a little kid, I was like, "What a nerd!" And you know, so I liked Leo best because he was like blue swords. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, two yeah. swords. What was it in about fact. Raphael? That That's right. I'm curious. What's that? So, so you, it, it, when you were a kid, you didn't like Donatello because he was a nerd. What was it yeah. about Raphael that you didn't like at the time? He was hot headed. He was the rebel. 
and, and, and Red. Rebels not cool. <laughs> Only Rebels. in the movie, but yeah, the original, the cartoon, original cartoon. Yeah. They, they were all just goofballs a... in the cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. But it, it really, I mean, you can't go wrong. I, I say Leonardo is my least favorite turtle, and that is true. But at the same time, that just means I love him the least. I love all the turtles, so it's not as though yeah. I actually dislike any of them. Yeah, um, and that'd be kind of amazing but, if it was just only Raphael was the one from the original TMNT. <laughs> just get some of his know, lines right? from that that movie in there. That'd be wonderful. But also, Damn. you know, we, we, I know. <laughs> you gotta know what a crumpet is to know what a cricket oh, is or something like that. <laughs> oh, sacred sickle bat! Tell me you didn't pay money for this. <laughs> I love that movie so much. It's it so good. It totally holds up. Uh, it really uh, does. It, is, it does. So, you know, here's one thing I learned from this conversation. We're going to have no problem with picking our characters when the uh, Ninja Turtles game comes out. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, no. Oh, Especially no. Especially if they April. I might go April. <laughs> <laughs> That's I know, true. I, I mean, yeah, I completely forgot that she's in the game. You just yeah, got to give me Casey Jones. Casey Jones, yeah. Just give yeah. me Casey I, I Jones. I think Splinter's going to be playable. Based oh, on that animated movie. Yes. really tempting. I think Splinter's going to be playable. I cannot wait to play that with you guys. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. It's mm. going to be so hype. Um, well, that does bring us to the end of our news for the day. But before we end, I do have a piece of breaking news. Ooh. Uh, we got a new executive producer today during wow. the show. Thank you for letting us know in the live audience chat, Steve. David Howard, welcome to the EP squad. Thank you so much for joining us, for supporting us on Patreon. And your name will be read out today at the in just a few minutes, actually. Uh, I don't know if you're going to see it in the text scroll today, but it will be there by Friday. So don't worry. Well, we haven't forgotten, but it just happened really close to the end of the show. So, uh, but I'm going to read it out. So thank you, David. And uh, with that said, we have reached the end of the show, and that means we have a few more super chats to read out. So uh, let's let me get to the next one here. Ah, my my chat is lagging again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> finding it, finding it, finding it. I apologize. <laughs> uh okay here we go next is brian rivera with one dollar and 99 cents saying sora comes in the portal and brings Mega Man legends 3 with him <laughs> i wish that would be the only way that could be any better is if he was just holding a copy of ash would have legends a ash would have a heart attack right there <laughs> yes yeah i would have just exploded on on screen um just this there would be nothing left of me just a charred i, I am laughing so man. hard because i could conceive the idea of that actually happening and then like see how he would react well i'm just yeah. imagining um, i'm just imagining that uh wonderful episode of uh treehouse of horror where homer like is going back and changing time all, all the time and uh ends up in the perfect world where, like his family's rich he's well to do and they're like uh and he's asked ah now i just sit down with a wonderful donut what's a donut and he screams and run out of the room then starts raining donuts that's ash it's like ah time to play some mega man what's mega man screams runs out starts raining copies of mega man legends (laughs) exactly well thank you so much for that donation brian uh next is klaxon with 49.99 wow 50 dollars. thank you so much for this incredibly generous donation klaxon um i'm about to blow she says his mind According to Nomura, three five eight over well, okay, three five eight over two days. It's pronounced three five eight days over two. Like in what world would you read it as that? It's what finally broke me and made me say, pronounce it however you want. Enjoy fifty dollars. Yeah, you know, Kingdom Hearts naming schemes. Uh, just that was the that was the one that kind of broke everybody's brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, like Birth by Sleep is weird for sure, but it's like very much in line with Square's usual weirdness. But 358 over two days is like beyond the pale. Like what? I mean, you get what it means when you play the game for sure. We didn't even pronounce it right. 358 days over two. That's true. I know. I'm so so used to saying it like that. 358 days over two. Yeah. And it does make sense from a lore standpoint. Oh, yeah. When you play it, it makes sense. But it's one of those things like, really? Right. Yeah. By the way, this isn't a super chat, but uh, but our very own Steve Bowling, and we miss you, man. We should be here with us today. Says she says is looking hot, and I have to agree, man. I just turned on my a little fan. Tempered in here, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I could turn um, on the AC. Thank you, next Steve. Next is uh, five dollars from Lizard eighty one two eighty eight again. Thank you so much. Saying Garfield, do you know what I hate more than Mondays? Cracks or Garfield saying, do you know what I hate more than Mondays? Cracks knuckles. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. What a unit! Absolutely unit. They need to make it. They need to make him whatever he gets thrown. It needs to be the um, pose he's in when he gets thrown out the window from the, the, those meme comics of Garfield comics, where it just takes random panels uh-huh. and always ends with him getting thrown out the window. That <laughs> and him with the pipe. And this just like underscores how there needs to be voice, like voice acting, or at least voice clips for these characters in this game. I really do hope they add voices. That would the mods for that have already started coming out on PC. Oh, have they? I, I, I saw it. one on that's Twitter today. Nice. Yeah, that's so good. See, that's I'm a very so delicate thing because I feel like. Uh, if you just throw in any little old like voice from the the show, it'll get very grating very fast. You know, like if they just I agree. constantly yeah. whip out phrases. Um, so I'm interested in checking out those mods and seeing if they were conscious of that when making them. Mm. It's very early though; it's like day two, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could see somebody yeah. preparing though, just finding out like grunts and stuff that they could make work. Yes. Yeah. That's what I would like to see. Mostly grunts, and then maybe for like a taunt or something, you get them to say something. But. Yeah, I think I would most, most just want like grunts and yelps and just, but just, you know, things that make them feel like a true character, just not silent. Right. But I agree. You don't want special move, the same special move name being called out over and over. Oh, again, God, no. For sure. Yeah. Right. Um, we've seen what happens with Ness and Lucas memes with PK Fire, <laughs> PK Free, PK, PK Free. Yeah. Uh, guilty as charged, by the way uh bongo lover with two canadian dollars saying where's hugh neutron send him to the shadow realm yeah there are a lot of characters people want to see in this game and i'm i'm glad that we have this to look forward to in terms of like character announcement hype not quite the same level as smash but it'll be fun to kind of keep that train going in a different way so yeah Yeah. uh next is zach brikowski with four dollars 99 cents saying we need timmy turner and jimmy neutron as i was saying so many characters people want to see in this game and zach thank you very much and uh, I don't recognize your name, so thank you for hanging out with us today, and I uh, really appreciate having you here. Thank you. All right, next is oh, Mark Jacobs with $4.99 saying, Hey, guys, hope you guys are doing well. Honestly, Ren and Stimpy was surprising to me, considering their adult, their adult reboot made them taboo. I don't think I knew that. I, don't I think, think it was I on job TV a while ago where it wasn't it was uh, not very good. Their creator is uh, yeah, also yeah. fairly problematic, but that's well, a whole other no issue. Connect- I think they've fairly well wrestled the the ip away from him at this point they have so, yeah yeah that's good okay that's good at least then that makes me feel better about he was that. actually kicked off the show very early into the the show's run it was like he was I, well, uh, season one was done he was kicked off yeah I, i've also heard that the other guy that was part of the show the other kind of not co-creator but the guy who kind of ran it was really where all the gems came from it was kind of his oh, baby really? that made it actually good hmm. gotcha gotcha all right, well, this is a what a nice super chat to end off on. Our last one here, Purity Chalice with $1.99 saying, just wanted to say hey to all you handsome blokes. Well, 
thank you very much for the compliment. Came thank right you. back to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you so much, Purity Chalice, and everybody for your incredibly generous donations. But with that, we are at the end of episode 143 uh, of today's news tonight. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. But as always, before we head out, she says, I'm pretty sure our entire audience knows exactly where to find you on the internet. But just in case, tell them. Tell them where we can find you, man. Okay. YouTube search boundary break. And then good <laughs> chance, type in a favorite game of yours. And I've probably covered it. So all I do is I look at out of bounds content. It's completely dedicated to looking at out of bounds content in uh one particular game with each video. So um, if you like Kingdom Hearts, for example, there's a Kingdom Hearts 2 episode. Go check it out. It's a pretty good one. Hell yeah. And I still want to cover the rest of the Mega Man games with you, man, or the the first few X games or something. I still want to do a follow-up episode (laughs) for sure. Yeah. No, I would love to. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Well, dude, she says, thank you so much. You're uh, obviously one of our, you know, best friends, best friend of the channel. We love you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to have you back again. Yeah, I would love to come back, and thank you for having me once again. And quick question: Are you any of you guys going to any cons uh, in the near future? Is that no, on the unfortunately not? It's no? hard to find babysitters for Kai at the moment. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Um, it depends on what you what you consider the near future, but I will be at Magfest. My wife and I both will be at Magfest. I Ooh. can't wait. I've been so, so waiting for Magfest to come back with the pandemic. It's my favorite show. It's my vacation con. So, and I think you're going to be there as well, right, man? I, you know what? I gotta make some phone calls and see if i can show up as a guest um i don't know who to reach out to now at this point but i'll i'll try um either way i think i'm just gonna go because it's an amazing con oh it's so much fun so uh yeah tmg is tempting but it's also like metroid dread weekend and i know yeah Yeah. it's it's okay it's all right i can wait a little bit longer um (laughs) um I know that we're tentatively planning. We're going to be at PAX East. We're planning to be, you know, we were at PAX West. We're planning to do PAX East 2022. I think that's March okay. 3rd through 6th. So yes. I, I think I think we're all planning to be there. I don't want to speak for Derek because I know, you know, he's got his baby to take care of. But I'm pretty sure that I know I will be there. We'll I think he's planning see on what going. Happens. Brandon, I will I be a full-grown well. adult by then. It's fine. Uh, I'll yeah. be there if uh, – <laughs> You know, assuming nothing <laughs> catastrophic happens, right? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll probably go there too, just so I can hang out with um, you know, friends and relatives and stuff like that once I'm down there. So, yeah, yeah cool. we can at least meet there. Um, but you know, Magfest sounds great too. And anyways, I'm holding you guys up. Thanks for having me. And uh, no worries, man. And yeah, by any means, call me on anytime. I love talking to you guys. So, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, well, we'll you guys have a great have night for sure. And I got to go yeah. use the bathroom. So oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we just got to read the EP. So that's all good. All right. Yeah, Take we'll care, guys. Our EPs out. Later, dude. Thank you. All right. Well, um, that really does bring us to the end of the show. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. With us. We love you all. Uh, you know, just for hanging out with us. You're amazingly generous. Super chats. You're all awesome. But as always, we do have to give a special thank you to all of our uh, patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make today's news night happen, because without you, it would not be happening. And we love doing this three times a week with you. So thank you so much. Uh, But as usual, we always have uh, also have to give an extra special, incredible thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, amazing, incredible folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etiono Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, 
Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Pagrima, Kinrule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, happy birthday again, by the way, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Oram M, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchrolord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling, I see's mom, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Darif, Nathan the Voice Actor, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Fangs, Dinner Sonic, Frayhem, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Ditto M, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Brooke by the Bay, Brendan Hesse, Darksteel01, Killamox, Super Game Dude 101, Stag Nasty. <laughs> that, that name always gets me, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hustlebun, Ronsky113, DJ Jurassic, Screamo Shaman, Critter XD, Noah Fitterer, and last but certainly not least, our brand new EP just jo- joined during today's show, David Howard. Thank you all so much for your incredibly generous support uh and if you want to find out how you too can support us on patreon head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming we offer a variety of tiers you can support us at starting at just one dollar a month they all come with cool perks uh and so yeah and you know we we really appreciate it if you can support us over there on patreon but even if you can't and you just support us here on youtube we would really love it if you just liked subscribed every little bit really does matter it really does uh and as a reminder we are giving away a switch oled when we hit 75,000 subs right here on YouTube. And all you have to do to win it is just be subbed when we hit 75K. Literally, that's it. And you could win a switch, uh, a free Switch OLED. And if we hit 70K by November, Derek and I are doing a no-shave November thing. We're, we're committed to doing the whole no-shave November thing. So uh, <laughs> if we do hit 70K by November, that's also going to happen. But either way, 75K, Switch OLED, that's happening we're for everybody. We're going to show why this needs to be there. tamed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you all so much for your support, both on Patreon and right right here on YouTube. We love you to death. Thank you so much, and we will see you uh, next time on Friday for episode 144. Until then, everyone, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye. Night. <laughs>